Welcome back to the Money Club Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Chief Investment Officer of Supervest, John Donahue. How are you doing, John? I'm good, Ray. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad you had an opportunity to come on the podcast today. I know your company is doing awesome things right now in the fintech space. Kind of walk me through you know, your back history and why you kind of got started with Supervest. Sure, Ray. So uh, my history kind of came from the uh, iBanking world, investment banking world. Worked 20, 25 years for kind of a slew of some of the large investment banks, including uh, Societe Generale, Citibank, Smith Barney, et cetera, Solomon Brothers. From there, I, I worked at a uh, kind of a, a quantitative hedge fund based in Boston, where we managed approximately about $500 million uh, of institutional capital. I left there in late 2016, and I stumbled into the merchant cash advance space by the by a friend of a friend, actually my neighbor here outside of Boston. And next thing you know, I, I, um, I met the folks at Supervest and I realized what a unique, amazing platform they had in an asset class that had never been able to be accessed by traditional investors like you or I. Next thing you know, they asked me to come on board and help them outgrow the platform and the, and the investment capability. Awesome. And to kind of get a list of kind of a backstory of how I became familiar with your company, I'm actually one of your investors on the Seed Invest platform, yeah. which you all were able to raise over well over half a million dollars, which is a lot considering how frequent people kind of use that platform. So in the plans moving forward, right, can you kind of talk about growth and revenue and recurring revenue? Sure. Uh, so, you know, the last couple of months, and, and this is really coming out of kind of COVID, and I think so many businesses that have had issues, you know, through COVID, we were we were uh, similar in, in that respect, but since we've come back out of COVID, our businesses has taken off. The amount of investors coming on the platform since October to date, and the amount of deals that we've funded through deals being provided by our funding partners, have grown month over month at record pace since October. We just had our record month of revenue. I think we did on a revenue basis approximately two hundred thousand dollars. We funded almost $5 million in merchant cash advance deals. And that was over 1,000 units of deals or 1,000 individual deals on the platform across our investor base. So, you know, every single month, like I said, since October has been, um, has been a record month for us. So we're, we're pretty excited. Excellent. That is explosive growth. Can you kind of tell me how the cash merchants advance works? Sure. So the way way a merchant cash advance works, and it's most simple. Say a um, a florist just won a a bid for a, a large wedding. You know, it's going to be a, a giant wedding, and they they need to buy inventory, they need to buy flowers, and they need that capital relatively quickly. They they may they can't go to a bank. A bank, you know, it's very difficult for someone like a florist, a small business owner, to get a loan. It's going to be extremely long time for that, that florist to go out and get that loan from the bank. And to be honest, the banks simply don't want to lend against a florist flowers. That's not the kind of collateral they like. And then two, it's not very profitable for that bank to lend at a scale of only $10,000 or $20,000. It's just not profitable for the banks to do those kind of loans. So the florist is a bit in a bind. If they don't have the cash on, on hand, they need potentially merchant cash advance to get them by, to, to buy that inventory. So they'll basically apply to a, a funding company, a merchant cash advance funding company. The funding company will look at their financials, their income statements, their history in business, 
et cetera, make a determination and make that determination in 24 to 48 hours, whether they'll advance that capital to that florist. In return for that immediacy and that advance, the funding company does get a high rate of return for all, you know, advancing that capital to the, to the, the florist. So a typical merchant cash advance deal, the economics are as follows. If we advance that florist $10,000, he or she may have to pay us back at a factor to that, that $10,000, which averages about 1.4, which means they'll have to pay us back $14,000, 1.4 times the 10,000, pay us back $14,000 over a period on average. These are averages of about six months. So you can see it's, it's quite a high rate that is required to get that advance back, but the market does bear it. It's really the only place for, for the merchants to get the capital. And a lot of times that cost of capital, though it seems extremely high, the merchant is able to make even a profit above that and it gets them launched or gets them moving in the right direction, taking advantage of an opportunity. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. So kind of give this as an example. So for example, if there was a company that maybe had a hardship during COVID and they needed $100,000 to get to the next stage of growth, they could go on use your platform and the person who's actually lending it would also get a return and the person who needs the money will also be able to go to the next level in their business. Yeah, spot on, uh, Ray. That's, a, that's exactly how it works. So the way we work at Supervestors, which is very unique, is there are merchant cash funding companies out there, hundreds of them that provide these kind of advances to businesses. Well, they need, they, you know, have some of their own capital. They're able to maybe get some capital through kind of warehouse lines. But the great majority of these funders, I'll call them, and you know, are capital constrained themselves. They have a lot of deal flow coming from the merchants that they're able to underwrite, but they may be capital constrained. So what the SuperVest platform has done is allow those funders to syndicate deals through our platform and at, tap into the giant pool of accredited investors out there, you, me, everybody who could participate on a fractional basis into those underlying merchant cash advance loans. So for that florist example I just gave you, a, a funding company may underwrite that loan. We underwrite, as Supervest underwrite that funding company. They'll maybe roll that part of that advance up into our platform. And maybe let's say 5,000 of that $10,000 deal is offered on our platform. 20 investors of ours may participate on a fractional basis, $500 a piece or 1,000 a piece, whatever that split up is. So what we have allowed investors to do is to get into this incredibly hard to access asset class and do it in a, in a fractionalization type of manner. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know right now the fintech space is getting a lot of funding, a lot of VC funding. Yeah. Uh, so for the future, what do you kind of see Superinvest accomplishing based on your current uh, monthly recurring revenues? Yeah, I think, you know, a couple of things there, Ray, you know, one is, you know, we are kicking around the idea of potentially doing um, an, an add-on raise. I think, you know, it would probably be not quite a series A, kind of a pre-series A, if that's what you want to call it. But, you know, I think our goal is, is a couple of things. One, we want to continue to build out the MCA space. We're kind of first mover there. We think there's huge potential in terms of the amount of deal flow we can do on a monthly basis. You know, our, our past month, we did almost 5 million in deal flow for our investors. We think there's a multiple of 10 on that, at least before we run into any kind of capacity issues. Beyond that, once we get you know that right and really scaling, which we think we can do quite quickly, um, there are other asset classes we're looking at. 
And uh, one of the other things we're also looking at is creating a, an MCA exchange, meaning by that, I mean a secondary market. So those fractional participations I spoke about that you or I can buy a piece of one of those individual merchant cash advance deals or a, a, a participation of it. If you wanted to trade that, sell it, get liquidity from that, we would create a marketplace or an exchange that you could buy or sell MCA deals that are somewhere in their life cycle. They may be a six month deal that's three months into their life cycle, but Ray needs liquidity. You could sell your participation to a buyer on that exchange, or you could be a buyer and want to buy a deal that's halfway through its life cycle because it's paying off and maybe the risk is lower. So you're willing to pay a little higher, but still get a nice healthy return. So we're thinking about a secondary market in the MCA exchange too. So those those are a couple of TBDs, new asset classes, uh, grow our existing business, and then potentially our, our MCA exchange. Absolutely. So for your platform, is it, I guess, worldwide? Can people in other countries use your platform? Is only US-based? It's just US-based right now. That that is something, you know, it's 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 in our sights because there's definitely, you know, the merchant cash advance industry is global. It's something, you know, we, we would definitely like to get to both from an investor standpoint. And then also from accessing the deal flow from worldwide in the merchant cash advance space. It's not tomorrow's work, but it is it is out there on the horizon. It's a good question. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, John, for coming on the podcast today. I'm really excited about what your company is doing, and I wish your company the most success and we'll be in touch soon. That's great, Ray. Thanks for having me on.